0: Hey, next on the T Nation, thanks for tuning into this very special segment of the show featuring Jill Spiegel. As you guys know, I was down at the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando, spent a wonderful couple of days, met so many wonderful people, so many of the guests on this show that I have never met in person, got to see them, got to see a lot of fantastic technology that is coming our way in 2024, and got to sit down with Jill Spiegel for a little bit. As I say, she is the president of the PGA TOUR Superstore, a wonderful person, one of the most influential people on the soft goods sides of our business. So sit back, relax, and take a listen to what Joe has to say for what we can all look forward to in 2024.
1: This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA TOUR Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA TOUR Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at PGATOURSUPERSTORE.COM. Now back to Chris and more of the show.
0: All right, now joining me is one of the most influential people in our game, particularly on the retail side, and that is Jill Spiegel. She is president of the PGA TOUR Superstore, and I was lucky enough to get a couple of minutes with her today. Jill, it's so much fun having you as part of the show. I've had a great time being a part of the PGA TOUR Superstore for the last seven or eight years. You guys have been a wonderful sponsor. Randy is a great friend of the show. So is Megan. I can't thank you enough for taking a few minutes. Well, thank you,
1: Chris, for having me on. I'm looking forward to it.
0: So, Jill, you have a rich background in the retail space. Mm-hmm. You've done a great job with what you've brought into the retail side of the business. It has changed so much over the years, styles. Now we're into big, bold colors. Talk about what you've seen from the time you've been with Macy's and that world, now bringing it over to the PJ Tour Superstore and how those have changed.
1: Yeah, it's changed a lot. And, you know, I've been here now almost 13 years. Um, and we have a very robust soft goods business, great hard goods business as well. Um, And we have some very experienced apparel merchants. So part of the key to having a successful apparel business is to really understand the trends and what's going on in the business. And you're right, the last couple of years have been nothing but prints and it's gotten a lot more casual. You know, everybody you see here even is wearing a hoodie, joggers, so all that has changed a lot. And and golf, you know, used to be extremely traditional and now that's changing a bit Um, and it's more accepted to be a little bit more casual. It depends on where you're playing. But, you know, even at a very traditional private club, you're seeing people wear wear hoodies. Um, we're starting to see it go back a little. You know, prints are still important, but we're starting to see it toned down a bit. And um, the other thing that's exciting is there's a lot of new brands that have come on the scene the last yeah. couple of years, which is fun. Which we're always out there trying to find. That's why we're here at the show, too. Yeah. To find who are the newest, latest, greatest you know brands and sometimes we test them in a couple stores and depending on how they do we roll them out to most of our locations if not yeah. all
0: at one point we looked at John Daly and we sort of raised an eyebrow and like really Yeah. You know, when he was in
1: loud mouth I think at yeah. The time. yeah but now
0: everybody's doing it
1: yeah it's you know what it's it's how you show your personality and it's fun and everyone's not showing up in khaki pants and a navy shirt um, you know the, the one trend that has really changed over the last couple years too it's not so much in the fabric or their pattern is inseams so in men's you're You know, when you're out there in the summer, you live in Atlanta playing in shorts. The inseams have gotten much, much shorter. I mean, one of our best-selling lengths is 7-inch shorts, whereas 10 years ago, everything was down to the knee. So it's not just in pattern. It's also in fabrics. It's in lengths. It's in inseams. Things have gotten, you know things tend to get a little more tailored, Yeah, um, you know, the, the opening of the legs. So it's it's always changing, which makes it fun.
0: So when you talk about on the cutting edge, you mentioned hoodies and joggers. Mm-hmm. When we first saw those come out on, like on the tour with JT and people yeah. like that. Yeah, he was that, one of the first. Yeah, so we raised our eyebrows at that. Yeah. Like, wow, really? Joggers and, and, and hoodies. Now everybody's wearing joggers and hoodies. Yep. So talk about what's emerging and really the idea that we don't have to be traditionalists. We can have a personality on the golf course and that's okay yeah
1: you're right and I think you know golf has been so traditional in the past and you do not so much you know and 75 percent of golf is played on public courses so I think the standards there have not been as rigid as they have been at a lot of the private clubs but when you see it what people are wearing on tour definitely has an impact on what our customers are buying and you mentioned JT wearing the hoodie all of a sudden you're they're validating that it's okay You know, if they're wearing it on tour, you can buy it and you can wear it to your Sunday round or your Wednesday round or whenever you're playing. So, you know, it's funny now because the whole hoodie jogger trends really started when people were working from home during COVID. And it has just stuck around. Um, And it's now, you know, the other thing that's really also changed is we're selling a lot more lifestyle product in our stores in men's and in women's. So it's not just everything that you wear on the course, but things that you can wear off the course as well.
0: The other place where things have changed, I know when I started playing. And golf shoes where you had white and you had the saddle thing where it was yep. either brown or it was black. And they were and it, spiked. Yeah. And they were either, you know, if it got really crazy, it was all white or all black. Well, now, shoes are very different. They're very different. And we get an opportunity to have some personality in our yeah. shoes, too.
1: And it's completely flipped. It used to be probably 65% of the business was spiked, and now it's the complete opposite. And the beauty, you, like, you walk around our office, yes, a lot of people are golfers, but everyone's wearing golf shoes because you can you know they have treads on them so you have control while you're playing golf but you can wear them out to dinner or to the office and um it's changed a lot and you know we have a new brand that we've been carrying the last couple years g4 and it's um just very edgy and and edgy i call it like modern classic because it's edgy and it's out there but it's also like classic with a twist which is really fun and it's just like i said a minute ago you can show your personality a little bit through your style yeah it's fun
0: college apparel has become a thing too right well now you can you got your college you, you can represent out there you got your favorite sports team you can represent out there yeah. all new things that are integrating the sports together
1: yeah and you know where else we're seeing a lot of fashion because we're talking a lot about apparel but what I'm noticing is there's a lot of fashion in golf accessories too so if you go play and you notice the head covers that people have on their clubs it's not like all the matching head covers that come with your clubs <laughs> those are great but slowly you're replacing them one by one first thing you do is you, want, you might have your college on there for your driver have cover and then you're playing somewhere or it's just it's kind of fun it's yeah. you know it's you might have a you know a, a clover leaf
0: the thing with the apparel thing the thing that is really kind of captured our attention is nike's exit what are your thoughts?
1: Well, they're not exiting altogether, but they're going through a third party who is selling the product. And that's really just happened. So it's, it's different. Um, you know, Nike's always been a really big brand for us. And, you know, for many years in a row, not as of late, but for many years in a row, it was by far our number one brand in men's apparel. One time yeah. it was our number one brand in women's apparel, too. And that has slipped over the years. And when Nike got out of the equipment business, it actually helped their apparel quite a bit. because all these, Really? Because when you were in... A Nike athlete before you have to be head to toe Nike not only the apparel and the but also the equipment. So when they got out of the equipment business, they had all these players flock to the brand. And at one point, ten of the top twenty players in the world were all wearing Nike apparel. So I mean, it's it's a huge like any you know it's like a Nike commercial every weekend when you're watching the golf tournament. So you know with Tiger no Tiger no longer being with the brand, you still have a lot of key players. You know you have, Scott, you know, you have Scottie Scheffler, Rory McIlroy. So you still have a lot of people carrying the brand. So they're not exiting it all together. They're just out. They're still developing the product, but somebody else is selling it to us so it's it's, time will tell we're just we're just going through this transition right now
0: do you see things ebb and flow depending on who's number one in the world
1: Definitely makes a difference. So you know, you see, it's interesting. You know, we call it scripting, and and we do a nice job in our stores. If the if the Masters is coming up, for example, yeah. we with certain brands, we're going to carry what the players are wearing. Sometimes they change their mind at the last minute, but we like to we like to. Say, this is what they're wearing Thursday, Friday, and if you follow our marketing, our email campaigns, yeah. that supports it as well. And you can click on our website and click on a player and see what they're wearing or what's in their bag. Yeah,
0: Travis Matthew is a nice apparel brand I enjoy what they have
1: our number one brand by far and I've been doing this a long time and we've we've known Travis from when they were a small Southern California lifestyle brand and they're very very you know they're part of the Callaway family now they're very good at what they do and they are number one in almost every location that we have them but they're you know it's that goes back to the lifestyle you wear it on the course but it's also a really nice lifestyle brand it's you know you can go from the office to the golf course or other way around
0: One of the things that I've really loved about the relationship with the PGA TOUR Superstore is on the equipment side, coming in and getting fit. I've talked to Randy Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. how important it is for us to get fit. One of the things that, you know, when I talk to my buddies, they don't think they're good enough to get fit Mm -hmm. and that's for the pro people, and Mm -hmm. I said, no, it's really the actual opposite of that. Talk about growing the actual fitting part.
1: Yeah, it's it's a huge initiative for us, so we just built out, you've seen it in the store that you shop in, in Kennesaw, but we have spent a lot of money. Investing in what we're calling the studio, and it's it's behind glass, and it's it's a very it's a private session where you can get fit, um, and. You're right. There's a huge misconception out there about push. It's not for the Abbots. It is for the Abbots, and those are probably, you know, a lot of people going into the studio. But we have several days. Some are in the studio. Some are outside the studio. Everybody should get fit. And, you know, sometimes if you're just taking it up and you're learning, it's more important that you go have lessons first. It's hard to fit someone new until, you you know, they have a little bit of a game going. Yeah. But you don't. You can be a 36 handicap and get fit for clubs, and it's important. Because otherwise, I have people ask me all the time, well, what iron should I get and what driver should I get? I'm like, the first thing I say to them is you really need to go get fit. Because I don't know how you play. I don't know what your swing speed is. And, you know, we have yep. experts that do it. And, and you know, it's, 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 we're pushing it hard because it's very important. You want to play with the right equipment.
0: Yeah, the guys at the pro level, they're good enough to overcome their equipment. We're not. Yeah. So the equipment piece actually helps us to play better. And you guys do such a great job
1: And we have really And we have really good associates. Really good. We have a lot of PGA professionals that work on our stores, that teach lessons. And then we have incredible fitters. We're coming off of our annual training summit which was in Florida last week. And we brought down 300 associates and they're trained on all the latest, greatest products. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you want the customer walking out the store with the right product. So our associates have to be educated on what that is. So we invest a lot in training and um, you know and that's why fitting is really important.
0: You guys have done a great job of growing the organization and the business in brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Most places now are going more online. You guys mm-hmm. are actually expanding your footprint across mm-hmm. the country. Talk about what what's made that successful and what you look for for the rest of 24.
1: Yeah, well, our online business has, has been growing as well. It grew tremendously during COVID, obviously, um, and it's continued to grow. We're having a really, really good year there. But we don't want we don't want it to outpace our brick and mortar business. We, you know, it's maintaining. It's a very healthy percentage of our business, but we're opening eight to 10 stores every year, and we're also growing our existing store business. So during COVID, our comp stores grew tremendous, and we've doubled the size of our business since 2019. Some of it's from new store openings, but a lot of it's from existing store growth as well. But, you know, our stores are really different, and it's experiential. You know, online is great. We're about to launch a new website, which is going to be incredible. Customers are shopping both channels and a lot of times they'll go online and they'll do their research and they may buy online but a lot of times they do their research and then they come into the store and they buy in the store or they're in the store and then they may go and buy online so it's you know we call it omni channel it's important to be strong at both but you come into our stores we have huge putting greens we have all these hitting bays we have a studio we have a great staff and people will come in and spend a couple hours in our stores we have hitting bays Um, so it's like it's, it's what differentiates us really I think from our company I mean, it's great to go to a website and buy product, but you're not having the experience that you have inside of our stores. And, you know, we're going to open, we just opened our 66th store. We're going to open eight more this year. So this time of year from now, we'll be at 74. And then we're only going to go up from there.
0: You mentioned the word experiential. Because part of what I think is unique about the PGA Tour Superstore is the relationship building piece mm-hmm. because I know going in and out of that Kennesaw store as I have over the last decade or so you start to build relationships mm-hmm. with the folks in there mm-hmm. and that to me separates you guys from everybody mm-hmm. else
1: I agree and you know I was just in our Palm Beach store last week and every time I go into that store our GM is in the front of the building and he is working with customers and creating them and he was on the putting green, and he knows the name of his customer's child who he's helping fit for a putter and it is it's a differentiator and we do have a lot of we have a, a significant core group of customers that are in our stores all the time and our people know them by name and it, and it is what makes us different
0: so before I let you go let, let our listeners know what can they expect from the PJ Tour Superstore as we get into the end of the first quarter and into summer
1: best experience best people and best product selection
0: So thank
1: you so much for your time. Thank you. It's
0: great talking to you. That was the great Jill Spiegel, folks, again, president of the PGA Tour Superstore. And how great is she. They are so lucky to have someone like Jill leading their organization, someone who's forward thinking and someone who really understands what's going on in the golf industry. She's fantastic, and I can't thank her enough for taking a few minutes to sit down with me during a very busy PGA merchandise show. I know her schedule was booked solid. So getting a few minutes with her was very fortunate. And I thank her very, very much. And as well as my good friend, Megan Mahoney, who set that up and Jill Thomas, who's another wonderful friend. Those guys are all fantastic. I hope I get to spend a little more time with all three of them a little bit later on in the year as we take a look at how things are going for them throughout the summer and then into the fall and the holiday season of 2024. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll be back with you shortly with some more content from the PGA Merchandise Show, a lot of great friends got to spend some time with. So we'll have that for you very, very soon. Until then, hit them straight, my friends.